Hey guys, quick disclaimer before we get started. The views and opinions you're about to hear are solely those of the host and guests of the GetWire podcast and may or may not reflect the opinions of CED, Consolidated Electrical Distributors, or its sponsors. Speaking of sponsors, July is a new month, so we've got a new vendor of the month, and this month we have Southwire as our sponsor for the GetWire podcast, and they're supporting the CED Friday Barbecue program as well. So if you're in the area on a Friday, come by CED and get hooked up with some free lunch and check out some Southwire tools, get discounts on various items we're going to be having on specials. So whether you're a contractor in need of a new set of hand tools or you, you're doing a huge job and you want to use the best and latest and greatest uh, wire polling technologies, the best lubed wire, uh, you know, the Simpole wire or any of the other innovative products they have like the MC barrels as well as they also have these pull packs that are pretty cool too. So check it out. Come by CED during the month of July and get discounts on Southwire tools and Southwire wire products. Welcome to the Get Wired Podcast, presented by CED Vero Beach. Join us as we make new connections, share our outlooks on business as well as life, and provide a new look at the wholesale electrical supply industry from the inside out. This is the Get Wired Podcast. Here's your host, Mike Burkhardt. studios here in the, in the upstairs what we'll call it an annex of ced vero beach the break room the conference room the podcast studio and um you know we've got a very special guest today he's he's our rep from marvin bachner and his name is danny you got to help me with your last name sapagulian sapagulian wow he's got a voice for radio already I can, nice I can, armenian last name yeah i didn't want to get it wrong so sapagulian trouble with that in school can you imagine yeah <laughs> right uh, so we were just talking about school, actually, and you were saying that you went to school with uh, Jeff Bezos. So... My graduating class, Palmetto High School in 1982. How many kids are in the class? Uh, probably eight, 850 to 1,000, I think. Oh, I can't wow. remember the exact number, but uh, well. grew up with them. Grew up with them down in Palmetto, Palmetto Bay, yeah. Pinecrest. Didn't want to get a job at Amazon? Or... Interesting, huh? <laughs> I haven't heard from him lately, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, I heard Johnny Depp's from this area, too, another multimillionaire. Yeah, He's they... from, like, Jensen or... The Miramar. Miramar, Miramar? yeah, right. South Florida, yeah. I know that. Uh, so, how long have you been with Marvin Bachner? Twenty-seven years now. Twenty-seven years. Wow, I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah. So, is that like? Uh, would that be like your first job? Out it, of, it's out not. Of... I started in the uh, fast food industry growing up. I went, oh, really? went to Palmetto High School. My parents owned a fast food few chains. Uh, fast food chain, a few different. Uh, they were still around. No, they're closed. We sold them right before Andrew. In 1992, Andrew hit. Nice, nice. Sold them before the hurricane. So. What was the name of it? Chicken Unlimited. Chicken Unlimited. Chicken Plus. Chicken and things. There are a few. Yeah? Yeah, interesting. A lot of fun. I had a great, great time. Got to meet people there, you know? Yeah. Helped me in my career, obviously. Being able to do like French fries with that. Huh? Yeah, you know, upsell. For here to go. How about yeah. an apple pie? I mean. <laughs> you want so, shakes with that. Yeah. It, um, you know, it's, what's funny about that is I think the food service industry is such a great training ground for anything involving customer service. I personally worked in multiple restaurants. I can't even count how many restaurants I worked in going to school. And just going from fine dining to casual dining to, you know, fast dining, like TGI Fridays, places like that, uh, all the way up to Houston's um, and, and, and beyond in terms of fine dining, you get the whole spectrum. You get to see different people. You get to interact with different people. Um, if you're in the same town, sometimes you see the same people at different restaurants, and they act differently depending on which re- kind of restaurant they're at. It's kind of funny. It's true. It builds character, too, right? You, I mean, it's a seven-day business, right? You're up at 7 in the morning. Yeah. You close at 11 at night if you have dinner. Yeah. That's seven days a week if you own the place, right? So maybe you can find some time during the week to take a few hours off. But it's, uh, it's definitely 
it's something where you have to think on your feet all the time. There's, like you said, there's, it's 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 all the time. It's seven days a week. Um, it's you, it's really fast paced. So your customer service and your wit and your responses and all that, like you know, people always try to make jokes, and you got to be willing to to go with it or know when they're joking, that kind of thing. Um, I think it corresponds definitely to working at like the counter at a, at a distributorship or really any customer service business where you're interacting with people like it's just such a great training ground it's so overlooked too so we're creating rapport right we're creating rapport here right yeah. you're learning what yeah. people like you get to know regulars to come in yeah and that new guy that comes in that comes in for the first <laughs> time that's getting ready to try something that you're selling that hopefully he's going to like it you right know? that's the ultimate goal here and then he comes back right so that's all part of it uh, quick story yeah Go so ahead. growing up in the food industry right yeah. Yeah. as a youngster right loving to cook now i'm Self-proclaimed chef. I like to self-proclaimed. I like, I like to cook. Yeah. And my daughter now, growing up with me, my my youngest, my oldest actually, Shelby, uh, graduated from Johnson Wales. Is now an executive chef working for a no kidding billion dollar company traveling the states. So wow. Yeah, she's actually in L.A. right now. Does she have like a favorite style of food that she likes to cook? Or she's in it... all all cuisines. It's amazing. She blows that away. But really? <laughs> I always want to, you know. Hey, so who cooks at Thanksgiving? Let's throw down. Yeah, what we're always doing. I have, a, of course, I have the smoker and the right. oiless deep fryer, and I'm I'm making all types of turkeys and right, right. It's a lot of fun. Oh man, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so you went from the food industry to selling. So Andrew to, came. It Andrew, was coming in yeah. 1990. Is when I, I I went over to this company they called Marvin Bachner. Friends of mine growing up with them, Sid. Sid, yeah. Sid Marvin passed away about 13 years ago. Yeah. Uh, but I went to Marvin and said uh, I need a job. And the first words out of his mouth were, "You can't work here. You're friends with my son." Then the next sentence was, "You'll have to work till five. And the third sentence was, "Third sentence was just you'll start in the warehouse." And yeah. So and then three sentences, I had a job but, <laughs> that I didn't have when I first started. So it's like, right. all right, that's Marvin Bachner. So yeah, that's a good lesson. And you don't get what you don't ask for, right? And, right, and that's sales one on one, right? Truly, you you, you miss a hundred percent of the shots. You don't what take. just happened, right? It's like, and yeah. that happens daily today. Yeah, you know, you get sentences that come out of someone. I don't want to buy that. Well, maybe I do, and let me have three. Right. I mean, that's just what happens. And then, yeah, we want to make sure. I got to make sure that I'm making my customer happy right it's tough tough right. to do it's a tall order yeah things happen i'm responsible i'm a middleman today i'm a middleman i'm an agent but let's just start oh, know, real quick where it's starting yeah <laughs> let's just start sweeping the floors learning what what's a lock nut you know making right. my mistakes shipping the wrong size elbows to cape canaveral i mean these are right. things that stuck in my mind that i remember <laughs> uh driving a forklift off the dock i mean these things happen i mean uh, running into a shelf and knocking down everything i mean these Wait, are, was, that, was that you in the youtube video i saw trial <laughs> and error yeah. And yeah not quite me but that's, we're talking 25 years ago right, so right. 26 years ago <laughs> being promoted to warehouse manager yeah right representing some major lines you know bridgeport fittings ipex scepter thepid at the time we yeah. had carol cable back before it was purchased by uh, uh who owns now general cable i believe but uh, yeah you know learning what most of the stuff does important because you had you had no idea right? no idea yeah, I, yeah. I had no idea this industry even existed i mean to Same me here. yeah you know i'd fly in at night and see the lights and go hey they look pretty yeah. didn't realize how big of a part we have in that you know it, it right. is a it's a great thing to look at i think yeah flying into miami at nighttime you see the skyline you see, and you look at the power and you look at my my wife new wife right today you know two weeks ago i got married congratulations thank you thank yeah, you but looking awesome. at her coming back and saying hey i'm a part of that yeah and what do you mean by that? I go, yeah. I'm a part of all of that. You know, that, that that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, we do the same thing in Vero. We're driving by. It's like, oh, I did that job. Or we go to Outback. And it's like, 
Yeah, they supply their own lighting, but all the wires that hook up that lighting, yeah, we did that. You know, it's, I'm it's, the guy in the elevator <laughs> looking to see if there's LEDs or still old MR16s. No wonder it's too hot in here. I mean, that's me. Yeah, yeah. That's what we do. That's um, It's funny because you'll be at the counter trying to sell somebody lighting, and, uh, and you'll be going back and forth about color temperature, trying to dial in exactly what they want. And at one point, I turned to this guy. I'm like, you know we're the only people that look up and actually care about this stuff, right? And they're like... Like, yeah, every once in a while you get a homeowner that's pretty into it, but for the most part, people aren't really looking up. I love the open ceilings in these new restaurants, right? You yeah. can see the strut and the cable tray all in action. Yeah, people Sometimes want to see they'll, that. they'll paint the conduit, right? It looks good. It's a looks decorative rugged, effect. Right? It's, it's, a, it's, it's a, what do they call that? Like a, like a ware, vintage warehouse. Like, I don't know. People like that. Aesthetics. Yeah, Aesthetics, sure. yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. what it's all about. And, and you know, you mentioned that uh, the middleman thing and, and you know, because you represent manufacturers, right? So you so. Theoretically, you guys don't make anything just like CD doesn't make anything, right? But um, And so being a middleman, all you really can do is add value through service and and providing tools and, you know, digital tools or whatever it is, not physical tools usually. Although we do have Southwire tools here in the parking lot today yes. Um, yes, that, that, that can actually help customers and make their lives easier. And that's kind of what I think our whole role is, not necessarily to sell electrical supplies, but to make people who install electrical supplies and their businesses make their lives a little bit easier every single day so Southwire has capitalized on that lately one of my biggest line we represent Southwire, uh power yeah. tools equipment yeah cables, they're huge now you know solutions solutions providing a solution to the contractor that's yeah. that's affordable and will create revenue obviously we want to make sure that we're doing things safely right uh that we're uh, we've got the right tools in the journeyman their contractors hands to save labor hours i mean there's there's so many things that can be done in solutions, and it's part of me, me, and what I do. You know, my daughter used to go to school, and they'd ask, "What's your father do?" And she goes, "Well, he takes people to lunch for a living." You know, <laughs> it's one of these things. It's like it's hard to explain. I'm an yeah. agent. I'm an agent. What kind right. of agent? Secret agent? What are you? I'm, right. a, I'm an electrical manufacturer's representative. Right. We represent about 23 lines. Oh wow. Right. We have uh, about two or three that are majors, maybe four. Yeah. Right. And then we have right, right behind them, some really, really big, prestigious lines. A lot of lines we've had for 50 years. Right. Yeah. I am. We do not invoice, right? The fact is all the invoicing. We are an extension of the factory. We do have a warehouse. We stock probably, it's probably 75, 80,000 square feet under roof. Oh, jeez. And then uh, the pipe yards we have. We represent some pipe factories. When we say pipe, we yeah. have metal pipe. We have PVC, uh, polyvinyl chloride pipe. Also, we have this strut. HDPE, the strut. Yeah. These are all systems. They're called raceway systems, right? For, for hanging. Right. Struts for hanging, hanging these systems. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a, it's, a, it's an interesting. If, if it, you're not in the industry, come on down. We'll show you what we do. It's pretty. We're always looking for good people too. I mean, right, Mike? I mean, if yeah. someone wants to hear in this podcast, wants to. It's the hardest thing is that is that uh, people don't know this industry exists, and so and it's it's not exactly the sexiest industry from the outside looking in. Uh, you know, there are mainly warehouses that we're working out of. Um, that's the biggest challenge that we face when we go to recruit. I'm going to a career fair in, at the end of September at UCF, and when we're recruiting. People have never heard of CED. I'd never heard of CED. Like Kyle Phillips in West Palm, the guy literally put his hand out and stopped me from walking by because I saw a sign that said electrical and was just going to keep on walking. And he said, hey, do you have a second? Can I talk to you? Put his hand out, stopped me, changed my life. You know, I met my wife because of this job. I, I have the life that I have, obviously, because of CED and, and Kyle putting his hand out to stop me. And otherwise... I literally would have just. My plan was to like not make eye contact and just just keep on walking. And congratulations to Kyle Phillips' new location. They just opened up. Have you been there? Beautiful facility. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I very been there efficient. Yet. Huge. Plenty of room. Awesome. Needs to fill it with Southwire. Fill it with Southwire tools. 
We got it all for yeah. you. Yeah? Did you help him with any racking or anything like that? Uh, he or? wanted me to, but my yeah. back was out that day, so I couldn't really assist him. Oh, I meant like Southwire. Oh, no. He's good with the racking. We're yeah, going to go yeah. in uh, now that he's got it up and running and see I didn't what mean we can you, do. you physically. He, no, he, he was expecting it, I think. <laughs> now, Kyle, when you hear this, I love you, buddy. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Well, the thing is, that's such a, a huge undertaking, right, to move a facility. And so when that was going on, we actually used it as a mental exercise here. I sat down with Taylor, my Chinese, and we were just like, Okay, what would it look like if we really had to do that? Like, let's let's just take the mental exercise of doing that to CED Vero Beach, just walk through all the steps. And at the end of it, I was like, okay, we definitely don't want to do that. <laughs> Overwhelming, right? It yeah. is. On paper, you've got to put it on paper. You've yeah. got to look at it. I'm not, I haven't done it, so I'm really I'm just talking out of my you-know-what. Yeah, but, yeah. But the fact is I would be over, I'm overwhelmed getting my car and driving to Vero Beach. I mean, <laughs> it's tough enough leaving Miami with the traffic the way it is. Can you imagine having – got cable involved, forklifts, you've got racking. And you need it at both sites. You need you need a place to put it all and and all that. I, and you've I got six employees, or maybe I mean that's the thing. It's like building the pyramids. You have to throw human beings at it. Like you just have to take people and get them there and and help. I mean that's that's uh, one of the things we learned at inventory this year was we had more people than ever and it went smoother than ever. And at the end of the day, you just need manpower and you can't you can't do it all even if you have the best employees. Always a way. My father thought we could save money in the. A food industry, right? We'll yeah. cut an employee. Hmm. I was the opposite. Let's add an employee. Yeah. yeah. Back in the day, it was four dollars an hour minimum wage, right? Right. Right. Three hours a day is twelve bucks a day. Right. That's two sandwiches, <laughs> right? right? Come on, we can afford that. You got to look at it that way. I really think. And then we talk about rapport, right? We're talking about creating rapport. Yeah. A working atmosphere. Right. You know, when I come to visit Mike, you know, I want Mike to, you know, invite me into his building. I want to be able to sell with him. Yeah. But it's not just Mike. I've got to meet everybody, the counter people, the, the warehouse guys. It's important to get to know these guys, to listen yeah. to their needs yeah, well, and try to provide solutions. Right, Mike? We're definitely guilty in this industry. Uh, you know, I've done I've done it myself for a long time. CUD lets me run the business how I need to run it. And for the longest time, I thought, oh, I'll just do everything. And that's like the worst way you could do it. Like talking about what you're talking about, like hire somebody else, like outsource some of your daily duties so that you can have time to spend time with customers. because Delegating without sitting at your throne. I mean, let's yeah, not go yeah. ahead and grab that scepter and smash it on the ground and say, go over here, go there. Right. Not a slave driver, right? Right. If we can cut that or not, I don't know. But the fact is <laughs> that, you know, here we are together as a team and we got to produce. And it yeah. does help. It does help. Being able to – I come here right. and I see what you do. Yeah. Right. And, and, and you've I'm, seen a build from where it was. Yeah. Just and, a couple years ago. And I'm impressed. I am. Oh, and and, and I, I mean that. And I, I mentioned to you the other day when we were doing the Lutron. Yeah. Uh, you're, the way you go out, the services you provide. See, services you are able to provide mm-hmm. by maintaining this crew you have, this, this this great partnership you have with your with your people. Yeah. You mentioned you go out and program a home if a guy needs it on the Lutron Caseta system. Yeah. That's fantastic. I mean, I don't do it for free. Right. But <laughs> right. it's a definitely a value-added service, the fact that they know that they could call somebody and have them there the next day to walk them through. Really, what I like to do, especially with Caseta, because it is so easy, is I like to teach them how to do it and you know teach them how to fish instead of just going over there and handing them fish. Then they're fishing. Yeah. And then they're catching. Because I don't want to go back and get the next one on the line for them, too. You know what I mean? Like When they have a problem, um, I don't want to drive half an hour just to push a few buttons on a screen. I want them to know and, and to go to some of the problems that I went through putting in my own house of, of figuring out. But definitely, I mean, you got to have the people, the infrastructure, so that, because the business, it does look like it's coming out of the warehouse and coming out of the counter and stuff like that, but the business is all outside of the store. Like The relationships are, are what this industry is all about, what sales is all about, and that happens outside the store at lunch, like you mentioned, or on a golf course or wherever, whatever the customer wants Something's to do. Something's happening here, and we want to be a part of it, right? I want to be a part of what's happening at CED Vero. I want to be able yeah. to, to get with Mike. I want to know what he's doing. I want to hear about 
the solutions that Southwire can provide with tuggers and and equipment and uh, and what your team can do. What Mike, come on out, and please program this for me. Right, and I'm going to charge it. That's fine. It's worth a couple hundred bucks, please. And then well, teach me. Yeah, and in general, if they buy the whole system from me at once, I'm like, okay, you get an hour. Like, and and usually that hour turns into an hour and a half, two hours. I mean. That guy that you met, Rudy, when you were here that one day, mm-hmm. I, I think is the example. Or you talked to Jim, the actual installer of the devices. Uh, but, you know, super nice guy. I went over there, taught him how to use it. He was blown away how easy it was to use. And then, uh, you know, he said when we get it all set up, we'll, you and your wife come over. We'll cook a French meal because he's French. And, like and, and we'll go through the whole life. And if you had any questions then, of course, like he, it's a cheap way for me so to come back. So back to your point, though, word yeah. of mouth. He's creating yeah. now the buzz. That he's a builder, too. I want to be there. I want to be with CED. Look yeah. what he does for me. Yeah. That's part of it. And uh, That's unique, you know, Mike. Oh, thank you. It's uh, Well, I look at ways because at the end of the day, we all have electrical supplies on the shelf. You know, me, our competition, Rexel, Graybar, whatever. And the only difference, you can only charge so much. Like people know nowadays with the internet and everything how much things cost. So the, the only way for you to get the maximum, say it's like a 5% swing, between what, what you can charge at the very maximum and what everybody else is charging. If you want to make that extra 5%, you have to do something other than just take an item off the shelf and hand it to them and say, thank you, have a nice day. You have to do things like we're doing today with the calendar day, bringing out new tools, new promotions, with with you know food that we're providing for everybody. You have to be able to have the education in the background to go out and program these things for somebody who buys you know, say they spend two grand on a cassette set, set up for their house, which is a lot. You know, that's way that's probably double what you need to spend. Um It'd be awesome if everybody had somebody that could go out and program it for them. That's just their time, right? But, you know, there are, there are, everyone's got the same 24 hours in the day. That's just it. It's just a question of priorities. For me, again, I used to always think I'll just do it all myself. And now I think uh, I need to build in time where I'm just free to help customers, help, you know, sit down and just plan a vision for the company. Travis Roland famously talked about this at one of our meetings. He he um and I and that was the first, that was when he and I really connected because I think about it all the time and for him to go up and say it in front of everybody that you need to build time in your day where you close the office and just think about like what do you want to do like right. where, where do you want your business to go like turn your phone off that quiet time right yeah either it's before hours or after hours yeah I usually mean, before for me works best yeah I get up at four thirty every day and the days are never long enough good for you as it is you know <laughs> and uh, but part of that is twenty minutes of meditation where I just put an app on my phone, the lights turn off in the garage because I have a Lutron aux sensor in there that turns off. After so a I'm minute. big in that stuff. I do try to close my eyes in the morning and then think about the day ahead of me and yeah. twenty four hours in front of me. And you and try to build it right, like you try to put some intention behind it and make sure you're walking through everything. And uh, they call it creating your day. Creating my day, trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Right. Right. I I know when I'm doing something wrong. Probably <laughs> shouldn't do that. Right. I right. don't always know what the right thing is. Right. But I do guide towards doing the right thing, and it seems to work out. Now that extra call I might get from somebody that. I want to take a deep breath sometimes. Yeah, oh my yeah. God, I know what that call's about. I got to get that call. And you right. know about those calls. Mike, we've done them. You oh. and I have had them. Oh, yeah, Plenty yeah, of them. yeah. But but it's that you've got to pick the phone up. You've got to get back to them. You've got to let them know that you're still there. Now, yeah. there are times I want to shut the phone down completely. Oh, yeah. And this this electronic world is where we're going. It's here. Yeah. It hasn't changed. The integration with the Lutron we're talking about, the new system with Southwire. Yeah. Remember, with Southwire, you guys, it, anytime you want, please check out the Southwire apps. Yeah. Right? Oh, they got a bunch, yeah. Yeah, the calculators for uh, calculating your runs, uh, the voltage drops. There's a there's a bunch of calculators online uh, that are free, free for you guys to use. They'll get you out of jam with your inspectors. But this is where the world's going. 
this electronic world. And if we don't get on, I'm 53 years old. Yeah. I'm 53 years young. <laughs> uh, recently married a woman half my age. I'm pretty happy. Oh, okay. Things are going very well. Yeah, yeah. But I've got to change. This change has got to just keep going. And, and I'm in. I'm in it. Well, that's what the podcast is all about is, is recognizing that the attention is in people's phones. It's in their pockets all the time. And that audio is the quickest way to interact with somebody because they don't have to be focused on it. They can... Be at the gym. Like, I listen to most of my podcasts in the gym on the drive to work. Uh, you know, if you're driving down to Miami, that's four hours, um, three hours, whatever. I'll be doing that soon. Yeah, you'll be doing that this afternoon. So yeah. it, uh, those are the times where you can you can plug in and, and tune out the rest of the world or tune out and just focus on a conversation and, and learn something new or, or add some more value to your day. Um, but speaking of disruption, I mean, obviously the phones and technologies and all that changes a lot. Where do you think this industry is going to be going in the near to – you know, semi near future, probably the next one to five years in terms of that. Uh, do you think that we'll see more, obviously we're going to see more and more apps, more and more ways to, for the customer to, to buy things, but is that going to actually help them get the solutions that they want? So we're, we're still going to provide a service as, as human beings, right? We're still going to have Hopefully. the right people yeah. in line yeah. for a while in this industry, I'm saying. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. We, we've got to be able to have material for these guys to come in and pick up. Yeah. My friend Jeff's making it a little harder at uh, <laughs> overnight servers with Amazon and stuff. But yeah. uh, realistically, there's too much involved with regards to a electrical project, a commercial project, a, a building, a development that needs to be handled on a day-to-day. Where, by by where professionals. You're, where you're troubling, yeah. troubleshooting, right? You need yeah. to, I need to be able to go to Mike's place, CD Bureau, and pick up what I need to supply it. Where do I see it going? I don't see much of a change. I think the change is happening. Right. You're going to see more app-based systems for manufacturers to – help guide the consumer, the contractor, the distributor, the person with right. the products. Right. Right. I, I, I know there's a few distributors now that are going to a type B2B type ordering where you can order online. I'm not sure how that's going to work. I don't know what they're going to do about freight, ship, and wire online overnight. That There's so much. There's so many kinks to be. Pipe and wire is the thing I hear the most pushback. Oh, they'll never be able to sell a pipe and wire. I need it overnight. And oh yeah, just sign up online and pay for it. You know, I was like, <laughs> I, like you need a truckload, right? Right? That's right. not gonna work out. Yeah. It'll kill them. So it's uh, but I, I don't know. I mean, for me, what's what's scariest is what you mentioned. It because right now we are, um, you know, we're B two B. You know, it's business to business sales. And but if you go like essentially B two C, where the customer themselves are like. This happens a lot nowadays, even with like LED retrofits and things like that, is the customer will buy a bunch of them online or whatever and then just pay the electrician to install it. And so then we're obviously not even getting the phone call about it. And then the electrician's not able to buy the material market up either. So it is changing the dynamic of the way the industry works with, with that regard. Um, Homeowners are trying to purchase things themselves. Because they're seeing that. A savings, maybe. They see a savings. I don't see the sa- Here's what happens. Let An upfront just, savings, yeah. Let me, let me throw something at you, if yeah. you don't mind. I know yeah. we're running short on time here. Oh, however, you're good. You're good. however, so, for instance, and you get, let's go to a home. Let's go to a new home that's being built or something. The homeowner decides, well, I'm going to order these LED fancy lamps I saw online. Sure. Right? Yeah. And we're going to put them in this home, right? Yeah. I need to call my contractor and install the controls for it, right? Okay. We get there. They don't pair up properly because they're LED. Right. There's no regulation in LED whatsoever by our U.S. government. Right. An, an A19 lamp today could have four different looks, four different outputs. It just doesn't matter. The Kelvin temperatures aren't the same. That doesn't work. Right. The forward phase type lamp, when I say forward phase, that's that screw-in regular lamp, LED. Yeah. yeah. We don't know the components. Anybody could put the word dimming as long as they have can pay for the ink and it <laughs> 1% maybe, right? Right. 
this is a problem. Yeah. What happens is now it's pissing off the excuse my 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 fan yeah, P word. You can swear. But uh, here we go. Right, the co- the co- the contractor doesn't get it to pair up. The the homeowner's going, hey, it's flickering. It's not shutting off. Yeah, what, what the hell's wrong with the contract? This is what I'm seeing yeah. happening yeah. by this. This is a bad thing. So so you think that's where the distributor and the the relationship with the contractor comes in, where it's like, even if all those th- things still happen, the distributor would step in and say, okay, well, let, we'll find a solution for you and try to absorb some of the costs and switching things out versus the homeowner being sitting there with a bunch of lamps. They're stuck. Work. The homeowner's stuck. They got to go back and, and figure it out. We'd yeah. like to get, if you're listening, homeowners, <laughs> please. Check with your controls what they're going to be before you buy the lamp. Check right. with your distributor. I promise you a CED can get you the same price you're getting mostly online with a quality product that they're stocking at their branch. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, there's so many people playing, especially in the LED world nowadays. Like everybody, you could go online today and get private labeled, you know, Danny's LED and ship them from China today and they'd be here in two weeks. They're in my trunk. You got them in the trunk? Yeah. Just kidding. But yeah, that's how easy it is. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, anybody can do it. And like you said, there's no regulations or anything like that. Um, so it's definitely a challenge and I think, I think it's just inevitable. I mean, the home Depot has gone crazy with home automation type stuff. I go in there just to check it out and just to be aware of what they're selling. And, you know, it's funny, a lot of the times you'll see slightly opened or slightly used products because people get them and they don't know, they're not quite as easy to install as people think they would be. Um, and then they bring them back saying this doesn't work when there's nothing wrong with the product. It's just too complicated for the one app. of my biggest concerns with Home Depot is I, I don't believe they should be selling the homeowner wiring devices. I just don't think it's right. I think a licensed contractor should so sure. Yeah. I can wire them most of the time, but if there's a feed through wire or something going through that I'm not aware of, I'm going to blow a circuit. It's just not. I have to admit, I've blown a, fl- a few three way dimmers by wiring them up wrong. So <laughs> something that shouldn't be done, but uh, they've created this. And uh, yeah, I mean, these DIYs, I should say, without naming them by name, but. And they could be licensed contractors too. You know, that's another issue is that they, they do buy it uh, direct from Home Depot or, you know, it's even scarier is when they buy it direct from the manuf- manufacturer themselves. Like with Lutron, we've had that issue a couple of times. Um, you know, we, we sorted it out and I understand their business plan with, in terms of dealers and all that. But, uh, you know, that could happen more and more often as you get, as, as it becomes easier for manufacturers to go right to the... the you're seeing it more internationally, Mike. I know it, yeah. the point you're bringing up with regards to Lutron opening up these so-called dealers, right? right these right. so-called touch the fabric, feel the fabric, love the fabric. I'm a shades guy. You know, that's those are the guys <laughs> they want that are out there pushing it. Right. Those guys take a lot of responsibility on though. Oh, they yeah. get that phone call at five o'clock or two in the morning from that homeowner. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they, they do, they do. But I don't, I don't agree with that uh, way to go to market. It's Lutron's way. It has been changing. Yeah. But uh, where was I going with this? I don't know. I got a new question for you though. Right. Um, so you're kind of you're you're my source for getting these products, right? So you see it from a, a different level than I do, obviously. Uh, but we're all in the same customer service uh, end user kind of game. One of the questions I love to ask on this, and it, it's it's about painstorming. People talk about brainstorming. Let's get some ideas out there. I talk about painstorming. What are the pain points in the industry that you see at my level specifically? Because mainly it's going to be distributor employees listening to this, hopefully. Uh, so basically, the painstorming is like what sucks about the industry. You know, what is, what from your perspective is something that we could identify as something that is an opportunity to improve upon, and as a, at the distributor level. All right. You mentioned the things that we do well here, and uh, and you could be talking about like because you service a huge territory. So what do you see that's just like man, they really don't do a good job of doing this. Uh, this one thing, whether it's sales calls, whether it's having the right product, uh, having new products. Ultimately, it seems to me the distributor, the distributor employees are too busy to get involved with 
controls to learn yeah. how they work. Yeah. To sell the sensor that really does make the best fit. Yeah. Right. But that being said, that's part of my job too is to come in and educate these guys. If there's something that really bugs the crap out of me in this industry, yeah, it is that a simple lock nut connector has become a commodity. Right. Sure. That's yeah. become a price issue to these contractors. Right. That you guys are actually calling us to get you a better price on a hundred dollars with a lock nut. So right. Makes no sense to me. Right. We got no, uh, before it was established price. If, if pennies here, pennies there, right. shouldn't make or break. Right. It does today. Yeah. Uh, you know, for us, I'd like to see more access with you guys to our stock at Bacher. I'd like to see you utilize the fact that we can consolidate multiple and you're doing a great job we did it great. orbit's working out pretty well so far yeah but multiple lines of mine shipping together mm-hmm. making sure the po's are more clear you know with regards to your branch i think we got a pretty smooth thing going right now you've got great people involved they're contacting me where we're yeah. necessary profit center uh, yeah profit center pardon me yeah, yeah. <laughs> correct me on that but uh, no doubt to, yeah. <laughs> but uh but uh this is a machine you got it running well well, uh, yeah, and it's not just about this one store. It's about um, learning from other stores, and that's actually the reason I, I created this was to reach out to people that see multiple locations, and whether I'm bringing in employees from you know Miami or I'm talking to people in Texas or you know uh, somebody in California that's running a profit center. I, you know, it's it's a big company, it's a big industry. I think in general we do a, a pretty pretty sub standard job of sharing information, sharing best practices. Um, you know, because if there are hundreds of locations and, and I have what I would consider good ideas that I'm doing here that nobody else is doing, there's got to be 10, 15, 100 people doing similar things across the country that I've never even thought of. You know, like if I have five ideas a year and one of those is brand new to everybody, then that could be shared across the country. And now we have, you know, we're sharing that as hundreds of locations. But there is no way to get that information out there, right? And so this is kind of like my feeble attempt to to do that by, you know, putting it out there for anybody to listen to and hoping people tune the radios into this this station, um, and and sh- and share back, you know, and who want to participate and say like, oh, I think it's cool you guys are doing that. Here's something we do. Have you ever thought about this? We could always be doing something better. It seems like we could always be. Well, that's it, man. Never ending improvement. You know, and 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 that's where we got to keep just. Just trudging forward, forward. Can't stay complacent. Dangerous, right? Well, that was uh, that was Monday's episode. Is it was constant innovation. You know, making, striving every single day to be slightly better than yesterday. What can I do better today than I didn't do yesterday? Take that yeah. checklist when you get home at night, right? Yeah. That yeah. checklist. What did I do that I shouldn't have done? <laughs> yeah. Right? Or what didn't I do that I should have done? Right. Two questions, right? The answer is everything. If you can answer those questions, work on those, work on those answers. Right. Right. Well, for us, it's um. It, it's we we try you know, luckily we get the feedback immediately at the end of the month in terms of numbers and stuff like that so we can kind of test to see what's working i really treat every day like it's a little experiment like hey if i try this with a customer if i tried this new service offering whether it's you know helping customers b- develop their websites develop their social media stuff uh, i'm still waiting for people to take me up on that if any customers are listening we want we want to help with that we want to grow your businesses so that you know we're partners in it and then when your business grows our business grows it's not a novel idea, no, but that's what it's all about. Yeah, and same thing with you guys. If you guys come here and do a counter day like you're doing today, which is awesome, um, and you help my business grow a little bit, obviously it's going to help you. I mean, that's what it's all about. It's a business isn't a win lose situation. It's a win 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 situation. The customer gets better value, my business grows, and then your numbers look better too. It's there is no zero sum in this game. It's all. It's all, it can all be good. You, you know? look at it as a partnership. You look at it like we're all on this sinking ship together or, or, <laughs> or we're going to make it and live and build a new new colony somewhere. I mean, right, right. that's what we're doing. And, and 
And for me, what I see, I mean, there's different little things that are done at different branches. There's different types of uh, spiffs maybe that are run with the counter guys, right? Sure. Yeah. To increase revenue on, on items we know that should be selling that aren't. Right. Such as our, maybe our sensors, right? Maybe our sensors, the Luchon sensor isn't sold as much. Right. Because they're new to the market, right? Sensor yeah. switch, the other guys have been out there for a while. It's a better sensor. Why? Give the guys a, we give them a couple bucks here and there to go ahead and, hey, each sensor you sell, chart it down. Let's have a contest. Right. Let's throw something at them. Uh, well, you know. I'm all about the power of free. Like, there's something amazing that happens when you give somebody something, especially if they're not expecting it or even asking for it. If you say, hey, I know that you do a lot of this kind of work. Here's five sensors. Just use them on your next job. What, what does it cost? Like 100 bucks. Um, but what's the lifetime value of that customer buying all of the sensors from you from now on because it was so easy to install that $100 worth of sensors? It could be hundreds of thousands of dollars you don't you don't know and uh, that's kind of what i'm focused on you know gary v gary vaynerchuk if you ever heard of him he's on he's all over social media he's got a book called the thank you economy uh which is all about that and it's about finding new creative ways to interact with customers to give them free stuff to whether it's personal if they like if they like the chicago bears give them chicago bear stuff you know if they like the dolphins give them dolphins yeah figure out what they like yeah figure out what a customer wants to hear make a personal connection not only what they want to hear, yeah. right? What they need to hear that they don't realize, right, right? Right. And then how do you get that? How do you find that? And how do you capitalize with that? Got to dig deep. That's got to dig deep, and you got to ask the questions. Don't be shy. So when you call on new customers, do you have any tips for people that are going into uh, outside sales? I know right now we have about five or six trainees that are about to make the switch from the first part of the training, and that's just in my division. I'm sure there's hundreds around the country that are making a transition uh, into an outside sales position for the second half of their training. It's important that if the guys look them in the eyes, I look them in the eyes. If the guy looks off to the side, I look off to the side. Right. I don't want to over-intimidate. I can be intimidating. I don't know. If you saw what I look like, maybe you think I'm intimidating. I've been told that by people. I, I I don't know. But you have such a such a vibrant personality. Like, like you're always joking with people in, in a positive way and, and, like, connecting with them in, like, a... Like, I don't know. You don't make it seem like it's work. Like, it's supposed to be fun, you know? Like, because it's, it's electrical. If it's not stuff. fun... Then you're in the wrong industry. And it's just work. Yeah. yeah. And it's just work. And for me, it's 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 being able to understand needs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What are needs, really? What do we really need? What do we really need? What we need? We got, we're here to make money. Right. We're here to make money. What, what, yeah. does, what does Mike need? When I see Mike, I got to know if Mike's having a good day or a bad day. I got to judge that because mm. I don't want to get on his bad side because I've already, with regards to his profit center and his way to go into business, what he's doing that day, there's probably something that's happened with my company that maybe could be brought up. That could be a negative thing, right? So everything becomes an opportunity to me. Yeah, everything's an opportunity—good, bad, and ugly. We've got to work through. Perfect. Them. Yeah. I, I've had. I sometimes can do a, a pass. I don't know if I'm human or not, but I think I am. Passing things off, to, you know, letting things just work out the way they're supposed to. We had an issue with that that took too long right. to get resolved. Right, right. When I have issues that are there that are not resolved, and I'm thinking about those issues, that's blocking me from production. Mm. right yeah right so if i'm dwelling or i'm i've got a resentment or something that's happening that i know in my mind it's in my mind that needs to be cleared out of my mind right if it's not it'll last for six months it might not get done and it'll always be there that'll give me a reason not to call on somebody because that's going to come up i've got to eliminate that issue or not to pick up the phone or whatever it is you want to be yeah what somebody suddenly said this in a podcast listening to yesterday you want to be the guy that when somebody call when you call somebody they always want to pick up the phone right you know what i mean and and so when so when they see like mike burkhart come up on their cell phone they're like oh i want to talk to mike right not oh shit i gotta talk to mike again you know right. or he, he's, you know what i mean so i always think about that with my customers put yourself in their shoes yeah am i good with these guys Empathy, and i'm yeah. pretty good with everybody yeah i really am i think i am i try to stay up front like you said i might 
joke too much. Some, I don't know. No, I, I think I think you. I you, think I'm okay. Yeah, there. yeah, but, yeah. But this is serious. We're talking business. What else serious is it? I mean, yeah, it's not I, life and death. Yeah. No, no. And there's <laughs> issues going on in my life right now with someone very close to me. That's that's it. Could could be could right. be might not. Right. We don't know. See, I can't put things in perspective. Huh? I can't control an outcome. Right. I have no control on that outcome whatsoever. Once I I can I can work towards that outcome. You can change the way that you look at it. I like that outcome, yeah. you know, but I can't get my boss and say, hey, well, I got no control. Of no, bullshit. I can work my butt right. off to get to the ultimate outcome, which is unfavorable for us. But right. once that outcome's there, I got to accept it no matter what it is, good, bad, and ugly. Yeah. Um, working towards that, see, my ego can get in the way hmm. because I'm Danny Sapagulian. You know, I've been doing this for a while. I know what I'm doing. You don't know shit. Baloney. Ego is the enemy. Ego is yeah. an enemy. Yeah. We all have ego, right? Yeah. We all have ego. So... With regards to that cold call, Mike, jumping back to your point, you yeah. know, I, I, yeah. I love them. Yeah. I get to meet somebody. It's a challenge, yeah. I get to meet somebody new, right? Yeah. And I get to know what they're all about. And the old school, right? You look around in their office and see what they like. And I believe people can read through people. I know I can today. Right. I can tell mostly from that first moment I meet somebody, yeah, that's the guy I want to deal business with or yeah, uh, there's something wrong with that guy. You know what I mean? He just doesn't look me in the eyes. It doesn't talk straight. It's not right. There's bullshit. Excuse my language. Here we go again. Right, but swear. It's all right. I don't know if that's okay on this thing. But I haven't uh, been told not to swear yet. So. All right. oh, here we go. <laughs> all right. But but that that's cool. Now, if it's a new location with all new employees, new yeah. help. in this industry, usually people you, you know people, right? Mm-hmm. Things are going around. We're, we are looking for quality new 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 faces, right? Yeah, yeah. The new the new millennials, if you will, coming out of college and stuff. You guys run the greatest program with regards to that what do you call it the uh ced management training program yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's amazing yeah i went through it myself it's yeah. awesome yeah i mean it puts the right people in the right place they yeah. get hands-on training i think it's fantastic yeah to meet that guy for me me being 53 and these guys probably being in their late 20s right by the time they get through it mid-20s maybe mid, right mid to late yeah i started mid, late so yeah mid-20s i yeah. mean you know, I'm on a different playing field, right. in a way. How do you connect with Mentally, them? how do you connect with them? Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. You know, do you make the joke, hey, the old man's coming to take care of you. Teach me what you guys know. And I think that's the, when you become unteachable. Yeah. You're screwed. Right. You always want to be open to learning. you got to be open to learning, no matter who it's coming from. You know, I, I can't go in there saying, I know more than this guy's ever. Yeah. I might. I might be right. But that's not going to do it. Um. You mentioned something that's that's actually pretty interesting about having multiple lines, uh, and the more lines you get, the more opportunities for problems there are, uh, which I never really thought about. Like the more times that you get, the more times you're successful getting a new product in the into my warehouse, the more opportunity there is for things to go wrong with those products. Nature of the beast. Yeah, and so then, and, and me too is like I always want my customers to have at least one other person they're working with on the distributor level because if all of their eggs are in my basket, there you go. I could really screw their whole career up, you know, their whole company up. But, but I want that selfishly. You got to have that. Yeah, you, wanna, you want to. I want it all. Yeah. But. It's one of those weird things, man. You got to want the ball at the end of the game to shoot the basket. But knowing full well that if you miss it, you're going to screw everything You got to hit that shot. <laughs> you got to hit that shot. You got to hit that shot. If I be, I should be hitting that shot 95% of the time or I'm no good to you, Mike. I want the ball. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm no good to you. And, and yet those 2 or 3%, they're going to come up. We're going to yeah. work through them together. Yeah. Okay, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Not yet. God willing, but uh, and also you shouldn't be in a situation where you're losing at the end of the game, anyways. Yeah, you gotta no, make the gotta shot, make, right? Yeah, you gotta make the shot, Mike. Yeah, what? yeah. We're gonna talk about that downstairs. Someone's uh, one of your guys is talking about Romex pricing. We'll get on that. Right oh now. yeah, we'll get on that. I think that's a great place to end. I really appreciate you being on the show and for taking the time to come out here in the heat and set up a trailer outside. We're gonna cook up some good food and uh, have a good time today. But thank you so much for coming on the show. Great days, really thanks, Mike. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Thanks.